This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Infinity Pool Review. How much leeway can money buy? That's something screenwriter-director Brandon Cronenberg seeks to explore with his third feature, the lurid and exotic Infinity Pool, which follows wealthy Western tourists visiting a fictitious island resort. Often stylish and occasionally disturbing, the horror satire makes its point early on and in a surprising manner before finding new ways in which to emphasize it. Increasingly strange and even disturbing ways, at least in its explicit, presumably NC-17-rated festival cut, which premiered at Sundance. The theatrical cut hitting U.S. screens is rated R, so its handful of overt shots of sex, genitalia, and disturbing gore will likely have been trimmed if you buy a ticket. Which is disappointing, since Infinity Pool is a film about excess at both its ugliest and most indulgent. But the story unfolding around those explicit interludes is still unique and intriguing, even if it finds itself meandering towards the end. Cronenberg's camera spins disorientingly on its axis as it introduces what would otherwise feel like an unremarkable vacation. Struggling author James Foster, Alexander Skarsgård, and his wife M, Cleopatra Coleman, are nearing the end of their stay at a fancy hotel, during which they've put on a personable front as a stagnating couple whose subtle joking jabs at one another come barbed in withheld frustrations. This leads James's gaze to fall upon fellow tourist Gabby, Mia Goth. When James and M are convinced by Gabby and her rich, easygoing Swiss husband to venture outside the resort's guarded fence, the innocent allure Goth creates leads to palpable extramarital tensions between her and James. But she also harbors an impressive dark streak, one that approves to be one of the film's vital undercurrents once its full scope is revealed. Things go horrendously wrong during the quartet's escapade, and as the chilling detective Thresh, Thomas Kretschmann, explains, the strict local customs require a brutal punishment, unless the wealthy foreigners buy their way out with an outlandish and elaborate twist that magnifies the underlying perspective on the corrosive nature of wealth. Infinity Pool drops this information so casually that it might take a moment to wrap your head around. James can't quite grasp it either, but Thresh is a no-nonsense official, with a busy schedule, so the film moves quickly from scene to scene, allowing its strange new plot mechanics to quickly take hold. This bizarre process, more psychedelic than science fiction, getting under your skin faster than you can fully understand it, is the first step to James feeling a sense of inexplicable change. The second is witnessing his own death, an event that has a strangely freeing effect on him, which Skarsgård portrays with a subtle yet disturbing smile. Before long, the realization sets in that this liberation from mortality is also, in effect, freedom from consequence, which in turn leads to him being welcomed into a secret group whose members' wealth has similarly shielded them. 
Much of the rest of Infinity Pool follows their cult-like hedonism from behind contorted face masks as they indulge in violence and vandalism with unlimited get-out-of-jail-free cards, or so it would seem. As the film flows between these scenes of revelry, its structure loosens and its audio-visual approach turns noticeably more avant-garde allowing for a more hypnotic viewing experience, but one whose effects don't ultimately consume the viewer nearly as much as they consume the characters. Skarsgård, however, puts on a commendable performance that frequently pushes the film closer towards this emotional end goal, even if it doesn't always hit its mark. Unlike the rest of the group, white, wealthy Westerners who grew up protected by privilege, James married rich a matter of both status and insecurity that makes him stand out from the moment we first meet him, and one that M casually uses to emasculate him during initial scenes. Skarsgård reluctantly stomachs these slights, tucking each minor frustration neatly away just beneath Jamie's amiable surface, so that when he's eventually offered the chance to act entirely of his own accord, his unconstrained animalistic behavior feels emotionally precise. No matter what lines he might cross, there remains an inseverable emotional link to his impulses. However, both his lingering insecurities and his being a newcomer to unapologetic revelry leave him with some semblance of empathy and hesitance, causing tensions of their own between him and the larger group as he's forced to undergo increasingly bizarre hazing rituals in order to be accepted. This furious mix of circumstances born from failings of both masculine and monetary inadequacies make him eager to overcompensate through dehumanizing violence and control. The viciousness of the group's destruction is matched only by the viciousness in their eyes, leading to crimes and drug-fueled orgies galore, each more visually and acoustically magnetic than the last. The orgies especially, since whatever substance James inhales before each one turns his field of view neon and kaleidoscopic, leading to strobing sexually charged visions of bone, blood, and sinew. But the more James is faced with the sickening realities of his actions, the more he's torn between his original form of morality one that exists within the confines of written laws and the new world these tourists have created in microcosm, where the rules essentially don't apply to them. The result is a spiritual battle that unfortunately is run through rather quickly, even though it leads to some of the most brutal and bloody sequences wherein James's limits are tested. However, even when Infinity Pool loses its footing, it retains its lingering sense of horror by making even this alien scenario feel familiar. Its villains are distinctly human, behaving like spoiled adults spawned from spoiled children, whose only guiding principles are sin without punishment and subjugation without remorse. Since money is no object, and morality is optional, Chances are you'll be reminded of someone you've seen on TV, perhaps on a reality show or a news report about the pharmaceutical industry. Maybe you'll even recognize someone you know. A terrifying thought. The Verdict Brandon Cronenberg's eerie infinity pool offers heightened kaleidoscopic visions of violence and sexual revelry before the story rushes towards its conclusion. 
Even so, it never strays from its unsettling exploration of the privilege of wealth as an act of perversion in a modern eyes-wide-shut scenario, where money can buy you access to the worst excesses of the human soul. Brought to life by a dedicated cast who pushes the film ever closer to the hypnotic end goals it might not always meet. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.